0: the 5 Tool Podcast, rocking with you on a wild, wacky Wednesday. Beautiful day in West Bend, Wisconsin. How are you doing, Seamus? You good? I am always good. Black Josh, you good? No, never. No, Why, why aren't you good? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, welcome back to the 5 Tool Podcast, sticking with you on a Wednesday. We want to give a big shout out to Don August. Thank you so much to him for coming on on Saturday. It was an excellent storytelling session. He had amazing stories from playing baseball all over the world, as well as for the Olympics in the United States and for pitching with the Brewers. And we, if, uh, if you, that interests you, check out our Saturday show. It was, it was a hell of a conversation. It was a lot of fun. So thanks again to Don August. And first off, like we always start off the show in this COVID crisis of the United States in 2020, I want to get a feel for how everyone's holding up. Oh Seamus, how are you holding up?
1: i'm doing pretty good i i uh, can't complain um it's getting weird places out on the east coast they're now start they're implementing now uh let me emphasize now that you have to have a mask on when you're walking into truck stops and service plazas and whatnot personally in my opinion i know everybody's saying you, you wear the mask not to protect yourself but to protect others but still i think it's like wearing a condom after you already got the chick knocked up
0: yeah it's kind of a little little (laughs) after the fact that a lot of places are doing stuff like that for instance menards in west bend you have to wear a mask and if you don't have a mask they'll they'll sell you one for a dollar they've already got three dollars for me (laughs) for having to buy masks why would not you just go to home depot instead Uh, i got a menards card for work why don't you tell your work to get a home depot card Yeah, I don't know. Home Depot doesn't work with us, I guess. (laughs) Anyways, Black Josh, how are you holding up? Fan-fucking-tastically. You're still on vacation, huh? Yep.
2: I got another month yet or so. I'm scheduled to go back to work June 1st. But I got a feeling this is going to last till November, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people speculating. We won't get too much into that. First off, on the baseball front, I want to get a... (laughs) <laughs> Everyone's thoughts on this. Rumors are now swirling about Major League Baseball regular season starting on July 1st, and that would be with spring training starting June 10th. It would be about a three-week three, three week spring training period in between that and the season. Uh, Trevor Pluth, he, uh, he's formerly of the Twins and the Phillies, he was a third baseman, tweeted on Monday that he heard that spring training will begin June 10th and regular season on July 1st, and Phillies manager Joe Girardi he said he's been hearing the same rumors, um, and actually just a little while ago, I, noticed, I I looked online, and the Cleveland Indian officials have met with the team in a Zoom conference today telling the players to be ready for a July 1st uh, season opener with a three-week spring training period. Girardi said, uh, Joe Girardi said we're at the mercy of federal and state government. I mean, that's what we're at the mercy of. We have to make sure states are open and have to make sure that there are plenty of, of tests, and we're not endangering anyone in the process. So they're kind of at the mercy of state and federal officials. So what do you guys think? Spring uh, spring training coming June 10th. Baseball season for July. That's pretty soon. What do you guys think? Just bring it. Yeah, exactly. Just I mean, just bring it. Get this season started. It sounds like most teams will be playing at their home ballpark. We probably won't have any fans in the stands. I, I I've been watching... <laughs> Very little of the Korean Baseball League in the KBO, and, yeah, it's kind of awkward not having fans there, but it's interesting. You can hear the players cheering and stuff and talking during the games, it appears, but, of, of course, we can't understand a damn word they're saying.
2: <laughs> it's going to be really hard for the Astros to cheat with no fans in the stands. Yeah, they're going to have to find a
0: different different strategy. Yeah. Probably, well, they'll use Jose Altuve as buzzer. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> they got buzzers. They're already way ahead of the game with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think... It sounds like all signs are pointing to this. It was just a rumor and now more people are confirming this rumor. And like I said, the Indians came out today and said that that's that's what they're aiming for. A lot of a lot of things are riding on basically the state of what we what, what the virus the virus is appearing as in the United States and obviously we gotta it, it's a flexible time frame, but it sounds like july first. We'll be having some baseball. Um and Seamus, I wanna get a we were talking before the show a little bit. You said you were in Delaware today, the most boring state in the United States. Yesterday. And you were talking about bridges. So we want to get, get your feel, your top three favorite bridges of all time.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, the number three would be the Delaware Memorial Bridge across the Delaware River. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, Got a nice little arc in it. You can you can feel the sway when the wind picks up, but I mean, it just gives you a. It's the view at the top of it is absolutely tremendous.
0: Excellent. Um,
1: yeah, my my second favorite bridge is the Mighty Mack, the Mackinac Bridge that connects Lower Michigan to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. It is the longest suspension bridge in North America. <laughs> Um, when you come up to it, they actually have a, they have signs posted that you tune to a a radio frequency, a radio channel, and it gives you the history of how they built the bridge. How many times have
2: you tuned into this radio station?
1: Every time I go across it. This is amazing. Every time I go across it, and on the the u p side of the bridge, they do have a little museum that you can kind of tour and look at and it 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 kind of shows different phases of the bridge being built um It's kind of trippy because that one you really can feel the wind when it mo- when the the bridge moves when the wind picks up and that's a little fucking scary. You can only go big trucks can only go uh twenty miles an hour across that bridge wow um or is it fifteen? You, you, you're crawling across the bridge. So at and 20, in the at 20
2: time, miles an hour, how long does it take you to cross that bridge in your big truck? Um,
0: the world is waiting for your answer, Seamus. Probably
1: in between in between 10 and 15 minutes.
0: Oh, wow, that's lame. Wow, I was hoping it was longer than that. Any other facts about the Mackinac Bridge?
1: Well, Mackinac Bridge, Mackinac. the C K is actually a W. <laughs> Um, I got scolded for that. That's why, I, that's why I'm emphasizing. But no, in the wintertime, if, if you're on the outside lane and the only time I've been able to do this is I drove team and I had a co-driver. So I was a passenger. You look down and when the waves crash up against the shore, you can actually see the, the jagged ice frozen. And it looks like, you know, a big old pile of fucking broken glass. And it's like, okay, that's the last, you're looking down, and the last thing you want to do is have the wind catch you the wrong way and go ass over tea kettle over that bridge.
0: Amazing analysis. And Seamus, your number one top favorite bridge of all time.
1: It's actually a bridge-tunnel combo. It is the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, and it, it crosses the Chesapeake Bay over by the, uh, by the Naval Yard in Virginia. And the reason that it's a bridge tunnel is a brunnel, right? For I, I, I've never heard the words combined, so you can call it Do you a brunnel. You can call it tridge? a tridge, a whatever. <laughs> but because of the naval ships, um, for the for the battleships, destroyers, and the aircraft carriers to to go through, if they would have made it just a solid bridge. They would have had to go too high for the distance, and it wasn't safe, so they have a partial, uh, initially you're on a bridge, and then you dip down under a tunnel that they made deep enough for the keels of all of the the naval vessels to go through, and then you come back up again, and then it's a bridge on on uh, on the other side. So it's bridge, tunnel, bridge, and that is the coolest experience crossing a body of water I have ever had. Wow.
2: Do they also have their own radio station? Ooh, that one, question.
1: no, they do not. At least not that I was made aware of.
0: Good question, Black Josh. Wow, that was riveting. And actually a shocker that you didn't have a drawbridge in your top three. I'm sure there's one that rounds up the top five, right?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: Well, we'll get to the rest of the uh, famous top ten bridges of all time. <laughs> next, and next week he'll give you his uh, top five inland waterways. As well, so look forward to that. <laughs> that was the no seriously, that was the best segment I think we've ever done on this show. That was very interesting. <laughs> Sheamus is full of amazing knowledge. And moving on to baseball, that was seriously the best five minutes ever. Um, the MLB is likely to scrap instant replay for twenty twenty. Have you guys heard this? I have not. So there. I pro- have not. There will probably be, not be an instant replay. Where did you hear this from? State your sources. Uh, I don't actually remember. Which oh stores. my god! But MLB and umpires union came to an agreement regarding the, the pay and benefits for 2020. Umpires agreed to a 30% pay reduction, but continue to receive retirement and health benefits. As part of this agreement, the MLB can unilaterally eliminate the use of instant replay. Why? Because no one where knows where all the twenty twenty games are going to be played, and if some are played at spring training facilities, some are played at minor league ballparks. They don't have the same instant replay technology built into the stadiums that they do for Major League Baseball, so they just want to limit, level, basically, level the playing field, and you know, so so that they don't. I don't have like it. that. You don't like that. I don't like it. At Why all. don't you like it?
2: Because what if there's a fucking controversial play? You can't rely on these umps all the time.
0: That's how baseball was played for generations.
2: Yeah, but that's not the baseball that I remember. Well, nothing about this season is going to be the baseball any of us remember, right? Oh, yeah, so let's just totally fucking destroy it.
0: I think there's... Let's just
2: just take away fucking goddamn foul balls, too, then. If it goes in the stands, it's a fucking home run, okay? (laughs) Since we're fucking going all fucking stupid crazy, let's just keep her going. Dexter
0: Fowler would definitely benefit from that. (laughs) (laughs) I almost fucking threw water every year. <laughs> uh, Seamus, I want to get your reaction with the MLB likely to scrap instant replay for 2020.
1: It, they, I, I haven't, it hasn't been around long enough for me to really think I'm going to miss it.
0: So yeah, replay's been around, I believe, since 2008. And managers' challenges have been around since 2014. So really, I mean, 95% of baseball played in the major, le- the major leagues throughout its history have been without instant replay. I get the idea it's it's that they don't know where they're going to be playing. there's going to be spring potentially spring training or minor league ballparks being used this season for major league games and they don't have that technology so you can't just have some games have the ability to have a manager's challenge and other games not. How do they not have the technology to do this? Well they could e- I'm sure they could easily afford it and soup it up. They have you know a month before anything's gonna get going obviously they could but they don't want to spend any money at this point you know what i mean
2: because isn't it all just in part with the cameras that's
0: all yeah they got to plan cameras and so you know really i think it is mainly they just have to plan cameras but what, so instead of using
2: their normal shitty cameras that they use for spring training why don't they use the good cameras that they use during the regular season <laughs> And then, oh my god, look at this, now we have instant replay and it's not
0: a fucking goddamn problem. I think also part of the argument is that they're trying to, this is crazy, I know it sounds, this whole thing sounds crazy. But they're trying to limit the amount of personnel that you need in the stadium if there's going to be no fans. You know the that,
2: cameramen aren't by anybody
0: anyways. It's <laughs> know, them and the camera. I'm just telling you what I'm pretty sure the arguments are. I realize it's crazy. They don't want to add, you know, 15 to 30 additional staff. In the ballpark, because they they want to get under these state you know limits and lines. They they have to work as much as they can to convince these people to let them have ball games. To make
2: them play. wear masks, cameramen can wear masks <laughs> and gloves and hazmat suits and
0: full bubbles. <laughs> Bubble boy, like the kid who pitched. Bubble cameraman, um, Seamus. So you're basically saying you you don't you don't see it as a. <laughs> That it's going to cause a bunch of trouble. That's a goddamn lie.
1: I I really just you know like I said I one way or the other I really don't care.
0: Right. I, see, to me, if you're, you're going to have
1: it, you're going to have it. If you're not, you're not. I whatever.
2: You're
0: gonna give me my
1: fucking just give me my fucking sport back is what matters.
2: You are gonna say that until a call does not go in your favor, and then you are gonna bitch up a storm that there is no instant replay. Yeah, what
0: you know? That's that's actually a good point that I didn't think of. What if it's a you know defining game? Like
2: you're telling me you're gonna have a World Series with no fucking yeah
0: maybe they've had
1: World Series. The majority of my baseball watching life has included World Series. Defining plays without instant replay. That's
2: because you've been around since before baseball.
1: (laughs) I've never been a fan. I I didn't want replay in the first place.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people...
1: I like... The one thing that we have lost by having replay in baseball is the umpire-manager arguments and the ejections... Because of the manager getting so fucking pissed off, he's, you know the Billy Martin episodes of managers yelling at umpires have, you know, those have gone way down since replay. Yeah, that's. I like that part of baseball. I like watching that, the manager come barreling out of the dugout, going nose but, to nose with an umpire.
0: I like that part of baseball too. I'm completely with you, Seamus. Like, and and with, and that's when when they finally go to robot Umps, We're gonna like all but completely lose that. There's going to be there's gonna be none of that left. And it, managers have to get ejected. That's part of the game. And I get, yeah, I totally get it. I think it'll make it exciting. Like, I'm not completely against the idea of having no instant replay. But, of course, like Josh is saying, if it's a defining game, you know, it's game 100, last game of the season. And, you know, a, a, you can't tell if it's a foul ball or a fair ball and they can't challenge it. And it, it changes the course of a team making the postseason and a team not making the postseason. That's... That's gonna cause a shitstorm, but nothing about this season is gonna be like anything we real, you know, we've ever known before. For instance, Black Josh and I were having a catch before the show tonight, and we were talking about the fact that with hundred games, anyone can go on a hundred-game hot streak. Like we've seen. Travis Shaw go on 100-game hot streaks. We've seen Domingo Santana go on a 100-game hot streak. We've seen Jonathan Villar go on a 100-game hot streak. So that's going to change who... We're going to have, like... It's anyone's game to be an MVP this season, and that's going to be, like, a lot of fun to watch. The MVP race is going to be wide open between 20 guys instead of, you know, I think... See, I, three. I don't
2: I don't think it's going to be like that either because, like I was saying when we were talking about that, um, I think with the extended rosters that they're planning on having this year, it's going to be people aren't going to get as much playing time. I think you're going to see people even like Yelich, who's only getting, you know, maybe two hits a game. Two at-bats a game, I should if say. If
0: you're up by three or four, but you don't want to take Yelich out and then not have him if you end up in the extras in 13 innings or something. I don't
2: know. You never know. You don't know what the hell Council's going to do. Because
0: granted, it's a hundred... He does a lot of dumb shit, I in think, my opinion. I think they, they're going to have expanded rosters, but that's only if there's going to be, like, these crazy double headers, you know? Because you're not going to... Because that's a shortened season. You You... You... Project that you're going to be able to keep your players w- working longer, you know, with, with less rest days, right? I, I, I don't know. It's going to depend on what kind of off days they're going to have, too. Yeah. Because I think every expanded roster is just going to be littered with pitching. Like they're going to have You to, would think so. They're going to have to put a cap on how many pitchers you can have on a roster. <laughs> Otherwise, the Brewers would have like a 26-man a <laughs> pitching, <laughs> pitching lineup, and then you're going to have just your position players surrounded up.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's so it's hard to say right now. It's so with, hard
0: because we don't know what the season's gonna yeah. look like. But what we do—that's why it should just be. If they're
2: gonna do the Hunter Games, do the Hunter Games, but make it the same. Don't fucking change anything. Regular baseball, just the Hunter Games. Fuck it.
0: I mean, there's been so many things thrown around between having robot umps this season. There's been, you know, the DH, the DH rule. Oh, so
2: you're telling me that we can have robot umpires, but no instant replay? Oh, fucking K-Guy. <laughs>
0: that's that's what they were talking about. Well, that was that was like the first report when it was going to be games held their only spring training facilities. They were going to do robot umps because, they, like I said before, they wanted to have less people in the building. And they figured that there's going to be less people if you have robot umps. But I don't think that's the case because you have to have somebody manning the robot umps. And, you know, I can do that. I work with robots. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Black Josh. fulfilling an application. Done. To be the man behind the robot ump. But yeah, I really don't... I don't think... It's not going to make me not watch baseball if there's no instant replay.
2: Oh, I'll still watch baseball. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm going to bitch about it the whole time.
0: <laughs> I think we're all going to be bitching <laughs> this season. But, I mean, a 100-game sprint still sounds exciting.
2: Yeah. Like I think it's going to be more
0: exciting because, like you said, it's going to be anybody's game, really. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's for teams, too, with these different divisions. I mean, for instance, the... The uh, Nationals famously went 19-31 and 31 to start their season last year. That's 50 games. That's half the season. If you go 19-31 and 31 to start out the season this year as the Nationals, there's no way you're going to even make the postseason. You're fucked. So, like, you have to be that team that's on a hot streak, and there's... Man, poor, poor Cubs, because they usually get off to a really good start and then shit and then at shit, the end. Which we used to do, but now we're the team. We're, like, the hottest team in August and well, September for sure. The past two years, the Brewers have definitely been the best team in in September, the last couple of seasons, we just we tended to get hot, and I I just with a hundred game sprint, I feel like you also have to get out to a really big lead to start the year. I, I these, believe so. With yeah. these ten team divisions, yeah, so you're gonna have like the top three teams in each division make the postseason. It seems at least it's gonna be an interesting wild card. Yeah, I, I, they haven't even like really gone up, gone over how they're gonna do the postseason. They probably don't be, know. I imagine it's just going to be the same format, just based on who makes it in.
2: You can't do the same format because you only have three divisions.
0: You're right. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be the top two divisions, the top two teams in each division would probably take those spots of the because it's. It would be the same amount. Then it'd be six.
2: So the top, so the top four teams make it. No, you're saying two from top each. Six. So the top six. I mean,
0: top, top two. In but AHL then with, if
2: there's only two wild cards, then. Then you would
0: pick, best, I I don't know, I would suppose best record from the top two divisions. You know, I mean, whoever has the next yeah. best record after That's that. That's what I'm saying. It's it's <laughs> it's different. We're just going off on this. Um, well, yeah. But, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting no matter what. A 100-game sprint, everyone racing to the finish line at once, and you've got to be top of your game. Yep. Maybe on the next show we'll, we'll pick who we think's is going to win those divisions. Um, but I want to get—I I, want to do the mission statement. We haven't done this on the show in quite a while. It's my San Antonio missions take, and it's there's a lot of bad news circling around minor league baseball, of course, with. It's going down from 160 teams to 120 teams. No one knows what teams are going to make the cut. None of this is set in stone yet, but it sounds like it's an inevitability. And we're also pretty sure there's just going to not be a minor league baseball season this year at all whatsoever. Um, The Missions may have played their last game as a Milwaukee Brewers affiliate. There's immense uncertainty as to whether there will even be a minor league season. And their player development contract with the Brewers is suspended or is expected to retire. expire at the end of the 2020 season, meaning that if this minor, this minor league deal with Major League Baseball has to get done by September in order for things to go the way they're supposed to, and the the missions basically have to wait until that's done before they can sign on, and they won't have much time, and so they may just be done as a Brewers affiliate, they may have to find another minor league team, but they have plenty of time to explore options because there's not going to be a minor league season this year, so... Anybody have any thoughts on the missions? Do you care too much? Nope. As long as we got a minor league affiliate, I'm happy. <laughs> and it's not in Colorado. Oh, as long
2: as we got Major League Baseball, I'm happy.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, Black Josh, you had a take about Adam Jones today. When do we get to that? Oh, my God. He's very frustrated with Adam Jones. So, Danny
2: Trejo, or whatever the hell his name is, I don't know machete. how Machete. Yeah, Machete. He was tweeting because he was on a rant. He owns a taco or a, like a Mexican restaurant, a very like well popular Mexican restaurant in LA somewhere, I believe. And Adam Jones put out a tweet or a Instagram or whatever the fuck about he made some tacos and he put ketchup on his tacos. And Danny went off on him about it. Told him that is he said if 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 that happened in his restaurant he would buy the tacos back and make sure they didn't, weren't they ever ate
0: or something like that. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. Seamus, have you ever had ketchup on your tacos? Fuck huh? no. Which is I'm not a savage. Which is more gross, ketchup on your tacos or dipping your chicken nuggets in ketchup.
2: Who are you asking? Anybody. Definitely the taco thing. Hands down.
0: Seamus?
1: Yeah, I my kids used to dip their their nuggets in ketchup, so I wasn't too revolted by that. I'd say ketchup on your taco is
2: worse. See, and that's and that's acceptable when you're a child. Dip your chicken nuggets in ketchup
0: until you're seven, but you're,
2: you're until seven. you become a certain age, which apparently Butcher says is the age of seven. We
0: talked about this on the show before. I know.
2: It then it becomes unacceptable, but I think at any age. Ketchup on your tacos is unacceptable.
0: It's always unacceptable. I don't even really like ketchup. I don't put it on anything.
2: I like ketchup on my fries. What else? And cheeseburgers. Okay,
0: yeah. Hot dogs. I'll go ketchup. Brats. uh, Yeah, on burgers I'll go ketchup. Fried onions. That's pretty much it. Lettuce.
2: I put ketchup and mustard on brats, burgers, and hot dogs.
0: If it's romantic. I'm not a mustard guy. I'm not a mustard guy either.
2: And you're also a Red Sox fan, so...
0: He's not a Red Sox fan anymore.
2: Oh, that's right. Not anymore. Sorry. He's disowned the Red Sox, right?
0: No. That's not what he said. He's like, yeah, I, he's I, like I did not say that, but... He's got too much money invested in David Ortiz jerseys to, <laughs> to turn on him now.
1: I, I love my Ortiz
0: jersey. Do they
2: do they come with a free sample of Royds?
0: <laughs> oh. Hey, that was a shot in the back. Oh, Oh, that's just wrong. I'm sorry, that was too far. I couldn't resist though. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, jeez, we're never gonna get Ortiz on the show, Big Poppy. Oh man. Okay, I got to bring this up since we're since we're just riffing today, basically on the show. It's a light, lighter episode. Um. So I that Seattle Mariners documentary I was telling you guys about. Oh, well, here we go. By Foolish Baseball, it's the best. It's probably the best baseball documentary I've ever seen. I'm serious. Like it's a YouTube thing, but this thing is. Edge of your seat entertainment. The Seattle Mariners are my new second favorite team of all time. I'm getting an Ichiro tattoo someday. I just love that team. And there's part six hasn't even come out of it. But anyways, they were talking about when David Ortiz, uh, Seamus, what 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 did he go by before he was known as David Ortiz? Big Poppy. Oh.
1: Oh.
0: It was like a different last name. It was David something else. Do you remember this?
1: I. I do. Uh, I remember. I remember that he did, but I can't remember what it was.
0: Yeah. He. Okay. We can look it up. But um. So David Ortiz. Yeah. Just look up his original last name. So when David Ortiz was, uh, of course, uh, he he was with the Seattle Mariners organization before he was traded to the Twins and the Timber Rattlers of Appleton, the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. They were originally um, a minor league affiliate of the...
1: Arius.
0: Oh, David Arius, Correct. David yep. Arius. So David yeah, Arias... I just found him.
1: Arius it. is... Because his full name is David Americo Ortiz Arius.
0: Okay. So David Arius was playing with uh, the T-Rats up in Appleton when they were a minor league affiliate of the Seattle Mariners. And so there was this time when the team... That's his wife. She's beautiful. Anyways, there was this time when the team... The Seattle Mariners, the his, the pro- and his
1: wife is from the Fox Cities, and I used to know where their house was.
0: Oh, he's a stalker! Great. <laughs> um, so the the Mariners, the the a I mean the team, the major league team, was in Appleton, and they were supposed to play a game, like a practice game, essentially against the Timber Rattlers. Now it, the game got canceled for whatever reason, and the the guys decided to have a home run derby, and. Some reports from like Alex Rodriguez and the and the major league players said that David or-, he, or David Ortiz hit a ball onto the highway from the stadium. And if you guys know where that is, that's a long way. I know you know Seamus. How far I've, the, I've heard <laughs> this before too. How far the ballpark is from the highway up in Appleton and they projected that it must have been over a six hundred foot home run that he hit in this home run derby. Because apparently that's how far the highway is. From home plate, so David Ortiz mashing when he was in Appleton with the T-Rabs. That's absolutely incredible. And, yeah, big poppy, David Arias. Gotta love him. And they still sell, sell bobbleheads of him as a Timber rather you can buy online. But, so for the rest of the show, I've, I've looked up some more amazing fun facts about oh, baseball. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and we're going to talk about them. I found some pretty fucking remarkable ones again here, so we'll talk about I, I got one too. Uh, you want to start? No, go ahead. All right, first off, Jimmy Pearsall. Anyone hear that name before?
1: I love Jimmy.
0: <laughs> Tell us about Jimmy, Seamus.
1: Jimmy went crazy.
0: Did he go crazy? While
1: he was a pitch. While he was a pitch. Well, he, he had. Schi- I think it was schizophrenia.
2: Really? Sweet.
1: Yeah. He, had, he had a mental disorder. While he was playing, he was a pitcher for the baseball for the Boston Red Sox, and I actually have the movie, the Jimmy Pearsall story. It his story is absolutely amazing. He overcame mental disease. It was I. I want to say it was like I said. I want to say it was
0: schizophrenia. Wow, you, you said you had this movie. Um, what's that? You have this movie? Yes. You'll have to lend it to me. That sounds amazing. We should do a player profile on Jimmy Pearsall. That's a, that's pretty incredible. Um, that's that's more incredible, actually, than the fact that I pulled up, which is that, I'm sure you know this, that he celebrated his 100th home run, career home run, by running the bases backwards. Yes, he did. <laughs> What's his name? Jimmy Pearsall. P-I-E. Jimmy Peersall. P-I-E. R-S-A-L-L. Got it. Okay, yeah, so... They...
1: It, it is what what he suffered from now is very is known as bipolar
2: well there's a huge difference between bipolar and schizophrenia
1: but they not back in shit not he, back in the
0: 50s yeah he played from 1950 to
1: 1967 yeah his last game he was a picture for, his last game was with the angels
0: yep california angels yes yeah, Jimmy he Pierce. Played for,
1: he played for Boston, Cleveland, the Washington Senators, the Mets, and the California Angels. Two-time All Star, two-time Gold Glover. He's in the Red Sox Hall of Fame.
0: You're really good at this, Seamus. <laughs> He's Googling
1: I, me. I I like Jimmy.
0: He's a Googler. We're all about Jimmy here at the Five Tool Podcast. Uh, next fun fact for you guys that I pulled up: Don Baylor. Anyone know that name? No.
1: Yeah, Don, he... Uh, of course well, he would his,
0: know. Tell us his, about Donnie. His
1: last, coaching, his last coaching job was with who?
0: That one I don't know. I know where he played. KBO. But he,
1: Yeah, he was a ball player turned manager.
0: Yeah. Well, the fun fact that I got about Donnie <laughs> Baylor is he played in three straight World Series for three different teams. The 86 Red Sox, of course. The 87 Twins and the 88 A's. The only one that he won was with the 87 Twins. So we played in back-to-back-to-back World Series for different teams. How about that? Donnie That's Baylor. impressive. Do you have any fun Donnie Baylor facts, Seamus?
1: I I do not. I just like I said, I knew he was a player turned
2: manager.
0: He doesn't like him like he likes Jimmy. <laughs> not like he's not like Jimmy, do you? Um, next fun fact: Bobby Richardson won World Series MVP for the losing team. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and that
1: you, was I. w wasn't that, wasn't he on the uh LA Dodgers?
0: He was with the Yankees in the nineteen sixty world. Oh
1: well, yeah. because it was the Yankees Giants.
0: Yankees Pirates. Wait,
1: yeah. Yeah. He uh, was, uh, I want to say was that the was that the same year that Maz hit his home run to beat the, the Yankees?
0: That is correct. That Who? is correct. Who
1: did? Bill Mazeroski.
0: Oh, okay. Yep, yeah, that that's the same World Series. Yeah, so Bobby Richardson won the World Series MVP for the losing New York Yankees. It was a 1960 World Series between the Yankees and the Pirates. And he batted three sixty seven for 12 RBIs in the World Series with one grand slam. That's some fucking big numbers. He, he deserves that World Series. Would you rather play for a World Series winning team or be the MVP on a losing one? You know what, honestly, that's a tough one. Yeah?
2: That's a tough one.
0: I'd rather get the ring.
1: Fun fact about that – another fun fact about that World Series. Bring it. The Pirates, won, the Pirates won the World Series that year. The Yankees scored more runs.
0: Interesting. That's pathetic. Pitching. It's all about pitching. Yes, sir. No, that's pathetic. <laughs> Anyways, hey, Pittsburgh got one. They got more than we do. Uh, all right, next fun fact, Gaylord Perry hit a home run – after his manager said they'd put a man on the moon first, you guys know this one? No. Yeah, because Gaylord Perry was a pitcher. He was a pitcher, oh. um, and man... he
1: was he was he was the pitcher that um, the older pitcher guy in Major League, the one that had the Crisco and all the shit that he used to help him out. I don't remember the name of the, the character's name in the movie. Well, you guys, you guys know the, the character yeah. I'm talking about, the yeah. old old older pitcher guy. Yeah,
0: totally.
1: They modeled that character after Gaylord Perry because with Gaylord Perry, it was did he doctor the ball or did he make you? Did he just make you think he doctored the ball? Right.
2: I think from now on, we should, you should just bring up the name of the person you have the fun fact for, and just let Seamus tell it. You're right.
0: I'm going to do that for the rest of it. But anyways, Gaylord, <laughs> Giants manager Alvin Dark joked to reporters. Um, before the game, he said they'll put a man on the moon before Gaylord Perry hits a home run. During a game on July 20th, 1969, just 20 minutes after Neil Armstrong set foot on the moon, Gaylord Perry hit, a, hit a, his first home run. Well, then the guy was that's, right. That, that, that's pretty That's nice. fucking awesome. <laughs> that's, that's probably, like, the most interesting stat, because it's like, it's, like, world-renowned type stats. Like, just astronomical yeah literally <laughs> thank you thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh I needed that. Um, all right next next name Ken Ash, Seamus.
1: Okay, I don't know that name
0: all right I'm oh 20- no he doesn't know one. This oh, is, okay <laughs> this is thirties baseball july twenty seventh nineteen thirty uh, Reds pitcher Ken Ash came on um, with two on, nobody out. He threw a pitch. The Reds secured a triple play. He was pinch hit for in the bottom of, the, of that inning, and the Reds rallied to win 6 5. You know what that means? Ken Ash won a game on one single pitch. He's the only player to ever win a game, get, get, get recorded for the win on one single pitch. Ken Ash, 1930. Nobody seems floored about that stat. <laughs> nope. Um, Disappointed. Next one, I can't believe I didn't know this one. In 1957, the Dodgers and the Cubs. Do you know those names, Seamus? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> the Dodgers and the Cubs once traded their entire minor, minor league teams to one another in 1957. And that was the season the Dodgers. Really? Went, yeah, the Dodgers were moving to LA. The Cubs were terrible. So they decided to shake things up a bit. They decided they both needed a new farm system, so they just traded them to one another. Um,
2: so speaking wow, straight up. Of Cubs, I heard a report that Baez is. Thinking of doing the free agency thing. Really? That's what Bobby I Hobby mean. bias? I don't want him. Oh, I don't want him either. But I'm just saying, that's pretty big news. Cause no matter what. Yeah.
0: I mean he's an all star. He's a pretty good
2: yeah. defensive player and offensive player, I guess.
0: Yeah. I don't pers- I don't personally
2: good. like him, but
0: No, I really can't stand Javi hobby bias. But it, that's like the, the cub thing though. I I have a disdain for everyone who wears that uniform, just like the Cardinals. Like, I can't help but hate them. And then when they leave, it takes me years to, to start to like them again.
2: I got a job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have we ever talked about that on the show? No. No? No. But that was a Phillies game, right? Yes. They, the Phillies won that game, right? No. Oh, the Brewers won. Okay. So me and Josh were at a ball game at Miller Park, Phillies-Brewers. Brewers win the game. And we're leaving the stadium, and some Phillies fan was just talking shit.
2: Wasn't even a Phillies fan. He was wearing a Cardinals jersey.
0: Oh, was he? Yes. You tell a story. No. <laughs> Anyways, he's, he's mouthing off about baseball or something, and I showed it him, get a job. And he says, well, I have a job. Looks well, like that's not the point. I was telling him, to get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> it was the way he said that it he was, had a job. Like, I he have was, a job. Like, he was really disappointed that you thought he didn't have a well, job. Well, he was
0: so proud of the fact that he had a job. Yeah. So congratulations to the Cardinals fans for having a job. we really. Why
2: good. would you wear a Cardinals jersey to a Phillies game anyway? They do
0: that. Cubs fans do that, and doesn't matter where you are, there's always a Cubs fan at a game.
2: That's so dumb. I I'm was sorry. I was
0: at Brewers Cardinals. It must Louis. be
2: like a must be like a flea market jersey that they got somewhere. They're
0: just ridiculous. It's like a port, It's like a bad disease. It's like the coronavirus being a Cubs fan. <laughs> Joel Youngblood, Seamus.
1: Joel, Young, that name does sound really familiar.
0: Well, anyways, George or sorry, Joel, Joel Youngblood had a hit for two different teams in two different cities on the same day. That's awesome. That's a pretty remarkable stat. That's
2: awesome. What teams?
0: He was a center fielder for the Mets in 1982 and he got a, a hit. And he got traded. Yes, he got a hit against the Cubs that earlier that day in Chicago. After the Cubs retired the Mets at the top of the following inning, he was told he was being traded to Montreal. He then, later that evening, came in as a pinch hitter in Philadelphia against the Phillies and he got a hit. So he managed to get two hits or a hit for two different teams in two different cities on the same day.
2: That's amazing. You
0: know, people talk about Ricky Henderson and the stolen base record. Like, th- those are the most amazing, unbreakable records that'll ever happen or... You know, or all this Chapman throwing one hundred five point one, but being able to do that—that's a stat that'll never be broken. No, probably not. That'll never happen.
2: I don't think it can happen anymore because don't you have to wait?
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I think you, there's a waiting
2: period, though.
0: I'm not sure. If like if you have to wait to be traded because there's still guys that get traded during games, and you hear about it during the game.
2: Yeah, but
0: they're not just gonna send him. Yeah. On a know. bus to Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, like, as soon as the game's over, they're not like, yeah. hey, back up your shit and fucking leave.
0: Yeah, there might be a piece. Because we hate you. Yeah. I, I don't know. It all depends on when the information's released of the trade. I mean, it's because sometimes trades, you know, are leaked before... In today's baseball, trades are leaked before they even are official. You wait three days before it's the trade's made official after you've heard about it, you know? Yeah. It's just a different world in terms of transactions and major... major yeah, major
2: so there's, I don't think there's a way for that ever to happen again. Yeah, probably not. I could see, like, a minor league team player, or a minor league player getting a hit in a minor league game, then getting called up and doing that.
0: Even then, they just, they don't seem to, it's pretty rare, even probably in these times, to have the guy play that same day. Yeah, pro- unless I mean, they need him. It it, unless is, it's like an yeah. emergency injury. It probably know? is rare, but, I mean, it could probably happen. Yeah. But, young blood, he's the man. Two more. Warren Spahn. Seamus? I know that name. Of course you have know that name. But that's a hard one not to know. Warren Spahn has as many career hits as wins. I feel like I may have done this one before. But he has 363 career wins as a pitcher, and he also has 363 career hits as a hitter. That's pretty cool. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Next. Warren Spahn facts first. Seamus, any Warren Spahn facts? No no, the twins, you ever hear of them? No, me neither. but anyways, apparently this this twins team that I've never heard of turned two triple plays in the same game. Nice, and it was versus the Cubs, the Red Sox. <laughs> it was Twins versus Red Sox on July 17th of 1990. Got them. and the twins lost. That's sad. <laughs> That's I got, I got,
1: a, I got, a, I got, got a fun fact stat for
0: you. What do you got,
1: Stan Musial? Stan the man. What? How how much do you guys know about his career stats?
2: Um, Absolutely nothing. A few things. <laughs> Absolutely his nothing.
1: His hits. His hits for his career. He had eighteen hundred and fifteen hits at home and eighteen hundred and fifteen hits on the road.
0: I feel like we did that stat too. I'm looking through my notes. I don't remember that one. You wouldn't remember. Bullshit. Okay. Yeah, that's that's amazing too. Stan the man. Even though he was a fucking Redbird, he's top ten baseball players for me. Probably he was a badass. But I mean, defenseman the, too. the fact that. The fact that it worked
1: out that way I think is like, you know, I don't think that will ever be repeated. No. In the history of baseball.
0: No. They have
1: identical home and away hit
0: numbers for a career. No. I mean, most guys are better at home.
2: I think it could definitely happen again.
0: It's not I think that record is less unbreakable than the two than the hit for two different teams in two different cities on the same day. Mm. Which ones? What do you mean? No, I don't know. What, what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Okay, back to the two triple plays in the same game by the Twinkies. Bitch, I had a question. What do you got? I just asked you a question. I don't remember what I. Said. Jesus Christ. Which is more unbreakable?
2: The double hit thing. Yeah. No. I hit agree. in the
0: same. Yeah. In two different hit cities, two different teams. That's same more day. unbreakable. I completely agree. That's what okay. I was saying.
2: Then shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> next step. No, I, this is this is part of that Twins triple play stat. All right, I'm still ripping on that. The Twins turned two triple plays in the same game against the Red Sox in July of 1990. The next day, Boston and Minnesota combined for the most double plays in a game. At how many? The next ten. Ten. Ten double plays between both teams. I believe the Twins had six, the Red Sox had four, and the Twins lost because <laughs> they're just. I thought the Twins were good in 1990. (laughs) Apparently not. Kirby Puckett. They should
1: have been okay. Kirby Puckett, Seamus. Kirby Puckett, great player. Too bad he lost his eyesight.
0: Yeah, that is a damn shame. He was one of my favorites growing up, too. His,
1: one of the, back when they played at the Metrodome, and they threw the black garbage bags over some of the seats. But they, in the outfield, right above the outfield padded wall, they had plexiglass. And I remember, I want to say, they, I want to say they were 87 World Series. He went up for a, for a, he went up for the ball in the outfield. And he, you know how they used to stick their spikes in that padding to get a grip?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And he slapped his glove up against the plexiglass to catch the ball.
0: That's incredible.
1: He jumps down and the entire wall, it's like it it was rattling and shaking just like the glass in a hockey game.
0: Nice. That's That's
1: probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen in in a baseball game.
0: That's awesome. And it happened in the Metrodome. Yep. The Hubert H. -H 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 -H
1: -H 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 Humphrey
2: Metrodome. That's right. That's way too long of a name. <laughs>
0: Seriously, that's way too long. American Family Fields of Phoenix. <laughs> of Phoenix. Phoenix. That's what they call Maryvale now. Oh. American Family Fields of Phoenix. Deion Sanders. You ever hear of him?
1: Who sport player. athlete?
0: He hit an MLB home run and scored an NFL touchdown in the same week. Dope. Yes. He was the Braves.
1: Waiting for the Braves
0: and the Falcons. Yep. Deion. Can't stand him as an analyst. Can't stand. Prime him. I cannot stand prime time. You don't like prime time? Not as an analyst. Hell no. I Deion, love him. Deion Sanders. I loved him as a player. Even though he was a cowboy, I fucking loved him. I t- I'd take him over Randy Moss. It's hard for me with as Randy an, Moss. As an analyst. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought he meant as a player. I was going to say because yeah. I loved Randy Moss. As an
2: As an analyst. Analyst.
1: Analyst.
2: Analysis. <laughs> what Analysis. Whatever, same thing. They still analyze shit, right? They, they would, really don't. I would take prime time over Randy Moss. All day. I'd take
0: Kurt Because I
2: can't stand that.
0: <laughs> he I is the Kurt. best. He <laughs> is the
2: best. I can't stand that fucking segment that he got Moss segment. I can't stand it.
0: Yeah. You know, Moss isn't very good at it, but he is amazing as a football player. I don't know who I like more, him or Calvin Johnson. Him. No woman has ever played in Major League Baseball, but three um, uh, coaches have played in the in the Negro leagues.
2: That's dumb.
0: That's not dumb. It is dumb. They let women play in the Negro leagues. I think that's fun. Then why can't they play in the majors? They can play in the majors. That, There's no rule against it.
2: That's
1: what he's that's what he's calling dumb. Is that no, but No woman has done it in the majors. Oh yes. yeah. Yes.
0: Oh yeah. I agree. I'm sure they can, too. Like, I'm, I'm I'm, sure there's women out there who can throw 92 miles hour. There are. Yeah. They, made a, they had a really short-lived show on Fox a couple of years ago about a, a woman being a major league pitcher. And I really wanted to watch it. It was probably really bad TV, but I still wanted to watch it. There was a... Yeah, I remember... But it lasted, like, six episodes, I think. I remember
2: the thing, and I was going to watch it, too, and then I was like, yeah. ah,
0: no. Yeah, just because it was on Fox, I knew it was probably a really bad show. Jack Norworth and Albert Von Tilzer, wow. the fellows who wrote Take Me Out to the Ball Game, had never attended a baseball game. What? <laughs> Fake fact. No, that's Norworth and Tilzer, man. Fake fact. State your sources. Um, it was on Baseball Almanac, I think.
2: Oh, yeah. I can go on right now
0: and put some stupid fact on there. Are you sure you can? Yeah. And where do you think you got that one from? <laughs> <laughs> Seamus, any fun facts on Albert Von Tilzer?
1: Uh, he marched across France with the Nazi troops in 1933. I don't know.
0: Fake fact. Yeah, that was a fake fact. All right, with that, five well, to a likely, po- Yeah. With that five-tool podcast, what, you got more? Yeah, I didn't get mine yet.
2: Go. On this day in, I think, was it 2012, right, I told you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2012, on this day, Chris Davis became the only position player to record a win, and he did it against the Red Sox.
0: Well, it was the first time since like 1967, I think. No, it was like 1930-something. Okay. Something like that. I think it was 38 yeah, it was against the Red Sox. Against the Red Sox in extra innings at Fenway. He can pitch better than he can hit. Chris Crush Davis. Unless well, the other one is Crush Davis.
2: I'm not sure who's which one's Crush Davis. Crush
0: <laughs> Davis is the black guy. The one that was with the Brewers? Yeah. Okay. Because he hits a lot of home runs. And he bats, but he hits the same every year. And he bets 247 every year. He did that for four seasons in a row. That's that's, that's that's amazing. That's another amazing fact. And he was approaching 247 for a career average, too, at that point. Yes. I remember I remember they were talking about that. That was that was such a fun race, but that's more fun than the home run race in 98, I think. But anyways, five tool podcast. Thanks for listening. This was a fun one. We still we, got ten minutes. What else you got in your little fancy notebook? That was I
2: read every step.
0: I'm just preparing. We can talk Aaron Rodgers. Okay, we'll talk Aaron Rodgers since we have 10 minutes left. And so, rumors have been circulating that the, the Aaron Rodgers... Do you ever hear of him, Seamus?
1: Name sounds familiar, but I don't know where I heard it, from.
0: He's the one that's better than Tom Brady. No, that's Pat Mahomes. No. No, it's not. That's Pat Mahomes.
2: Pat Mahomes has not played long enough to be declared the go-to That's anyway. Mitch
0: Trubisky. He's better than Tom Brady.
2: <sighs> <laughs> wow. James Winston? Mitchell Trubisky might be better than Romo, but he's definitely not better than Brady. Is he
0: better than Cutler? Yes. Could Cutler be the <laughs> like quarterback for the Bears right now? No. He's getting a divorce. Who? From that Christina Cavallari. Cutler? Yeah. Oh, it's a good story, too. So, yeah, him and his wife. I think it's something Cavallari. She's a supermodel. They're getting a divorce. I love how we went from talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to one of the
2: shittiest quarterbacks of all time.
0: Can I talk my shit again? Anyways, Jay Cutler and the supermodel are getting a divorce, and she said that she wanted $5 million so she could buy a home during the divorce, and he told her to get a job. <laughs> I instantly like him more than that. I think Jay Cutler's a cowboy. Like, I think he got a really bad rep because he didn't give a shit about football, clearly. Like, the guy was never in shape. There's the, the talk that he smokes cigarettes. He looks like... Smoking Jay. <laughs> Smoking Jay. Oh my he God. He just looks like a miserable bastard that never wanted to play football. But like I, he, I've heard so many stories about him just not giving a shit. And I think he's just a cowboy of a person. And that's why he's like, I don't care if I'm not good at football. Whatever, I'm making a supermodel. I, I think Jay Cutler might be the hero we all need. But we just overlook him because he played for the Chicago Bears. And sat out, he sat out the NFC Championship for a hurt toe. What a vagina. Do you remember that? He he left the NFC championship against the Packers in twenty ten for a hurt toe. Like, that's the oh situation That's where, the situation where leaders stand up and come in and take control of their team and, you know, play on that hurt foot. You just stay as a pocket passer and you, you talk your offensive line into, we got to get through this, boys. I can't run right now. You help me. I'll help you. We'll get to the Super Bowl. We'll do this right now. Like, you know? when, like
2: when Aaron Rodgers got hurt and came back in, like, the third quarter or whatever?
0: Oh, and that season opener against yeah. the Bears. Yeah, that in one of his most heroic performances. Yeah, you be a leader and you step up and you get the hell in there and Jay Cutler's like, well... You know, I'm going to go burn a heater, and I'll try to walk it off. <laughs> My but, doors. But if, but if I can't walk it off, I'm just going to set this one out, guys. And then there's the the B.J. Raji. Was it an interception that he ran back for a touchdown in that game? And the rest is Packers 10-6, and six, wild card all the way to the Super Bowl history. Yep. What were we talking about again? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. So there's <laughs> been reports of him talking with the Broncos and also the Las Vegas Raiders talking about trading him in
2: 2021.
0: Yeah, they'll tell, they're 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 done. They're done with him. Yeah. They're saying he
2: will play as a Packer in 2020, but with a chip on his shoulder. There's a good chance he might be traded come 2021. He's going to throw 46 touchdowns, 5,000
0: yards and they're going to the Packers can save him. 22 million. No, yards. he's
1: going to have a shit season and save it for when he gets out there.
0: Nope. False. I suppose cuz he's on contract. He doesn't have to try to make money off this. If it's a trade, he's still on. If that's the the
2: case, then he's just going to get hurt in the first game and call it. Oh, yeah,
0: that's actually probably what's going to happen. He's going to hurt his collarbone again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And he's going to be in his beach house in Malibu, right? Yep. With Danica. Danica. Which would you rather see him end up on, the the Raiders or the the Broncos? Neither. But if if it had to be, if you were the the, the god of football and you could. If I was the god of football, he would stay with the Packers. (laughs) Answer the damn question. Broncos or Raiders. Me? Both of you is. Raiders. Both of you is. I say Raiders too, Seamus.
1: Raiders. Raiders.
0: Yeah. And besides, Denver has a good quarterback in Drew Locke. I think that dude's for real. Even though I fucking hate the Broncos.
2: You said that about the guy for the Jets.
0: I oh no, I was talking about Frank Gore. No.
2: No. Maybe it's not the Jets then. I love the Jets. What the hell was that guy's name? You called him the GOAT for like four weeks in a row. (laughs) Who was I talking about? I'm pretty sure. I could have swore it was a Jets quarterback. And he was like...
1: this year? Darnold?
2: Sam Darnold? Yes. Yeah, he is the GOAT. See? No, he's not. But now
0: all he has to do is hand the ball off because he's got Le'Veon Bell and Frank Gore, the greatest running back of all time.
2: No. We've already had this discussion, too. You can't tell me that he's the greatest running back of all time... If it took him sixteen years to beat somebody who did the
0: same thing or got the same amount of yards in ten. That's because he's a he's a trained man. He chugs along three point four yards a carry at a time. It's about longevity with Frank Gore. Good for him. He
1: needs to get into the old folks' home before his body falls apart.
2: He's I mean, he's only thirty seven as a running if back. If he can keep playing all the more power
0: to him. Yeah. But there's no real greatness. Is, is he not better than Emmitt Smith if he beats him in yards? No. Why? Because it took him longer to do it. Yeah, but he's doing it as an older man and still chugging along. That's even if more If you
2: go off of, so I looked up a bunch of their stats yesterday, or the mm-hmm. day before, or whatever, mm-hmm. and Barry Sanders has way more yards per season than any of the other ones. By a lot. But
0: he quit. He's a quitter. I don't care. He's quit at 30 years old. He quit while old. he was ahead. He could have gone to any team he wanted and been the real greatest, but instead, Sweetness he is and Emmitt Smith are still ahead of him. He is the real greatness. No. No. Frank Gore is the greatest running back of all time. And you can't tackle Frank Gore. Oh, you can Clearly you can. No. He's the man. He's the best at running it up the gut of anyone in our generation.
2: He only averages three yards a carry. That's not even a first down. No, it's
0: 4.1, which is still pretty good. That's a first down every three downs. And he's doing it through 36, his age 36 season, going on to 37. Watch the Jets win the East.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A funny guy, man. Oh, Watch the Jets
0: God. beat out the goddamn Bills for the East because Sam Darnold is on a Hall of Fame trajectory. You got Frank Gore <laughs> for third downs. That's all you need. If you got Le'Veon Bell is your number one, your first and second Didn't down Didn't he back. have
2: like a fucking horrible last season?
0: Yeah, but he's he's just getting his footing with the Jets. Anyways, Le'Veon Bell will get you, he'll be your first and second down running back, and then you got Frank Gore for your third and fours, your third and twos. He'll get you that first down every time, opening up the pass game for Sam Donald to go downfield and win the AFC East on their way to another AFC championship defeat to the Patriots. Would you rather party with <laughs> Le'Veon Bell or Marshawn Lynch? Marshawn Lynch, who's also <laughs> talking about coming back for another season. You're going
2: to get a phone call over who's there. that? It's Dwayne. Oh, that's my grandpa. I'll call him when we're done recording. Sorry, Grandpa. His name is Dwayne? Yeah. Dwayne Johnson? That's
1: awesome. That is awesome. Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson chick.
0: Goddamn right. Dwayne the Black Josh. Todd. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded... And he's going to go on to win a Super Bowl without Green Bay. I'm gonna and be he'll be able to do what Brett Favre wasn't able to and rub it in the face of Packers fans. I'm going to be disappointed if he does. That's just my this, opinion. These are these are more and more reasons why I try to be a players fan over a, over a homer. Like, I like the players because they're consistent. I mean, for the most part. And where are who they are. Teams' identities change so much. When you have a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers and you want to move on to some guy who's going to take two or three years to even get ready, you're rebuilding when you have a legendary quarterback on your staff. It's it, I think it's ridiculous. I, yeah, I agree with you. Same with the Patriots. Shame on you. Shame on everybody. Shame on you for listening to the 5 Tool Podcast. We love you. Thank you so much. Go check out our Don August interview from Saturday. It's a roller coaster ride. It's a lot of fun. This um, show was a roller coaster ride. It was a roller coaster ride, <laughs> and thankfully, soon we will have baseball, real live baseball to talk about. Black Josh will give his KBO report on Saturday for you guys. So listen up on Saturday, and thanks for listening to today' Five Tool Podcast. We're out. Don't it in the blood.